Welcome back to the WRSU crew here on a Monday. Eddie Kalegi, Christian Vasquez, Joe Henry, and Dennis Geisler. Well, we're through the first hour. We had a busy hour, talked some Rutgers sports, did our locks, and even talked about the Mario movie. But let's shift to basketball now. The WNBA draft is actually happening as we speak right now nba has an off day because the regular season just ended yesterday a lot of weird things happened uh ron harper jr had his first double digit game of his nba career very nice oh yeah um and, and he'll do it again rudy, <laughs> against the bulls <laughs> rudy, and then the timberwolves had a disaster yesterday rudy gobert punched his teammate uh jaden mcdaniels punched the wall and now they're both going to be out for the playing game against the lakers so uh lots to talk about definitely in the nba with the playoff grid all set here and i guess we could kind of start well, with the local teams maybe uh the nets and the knicks they both are in the field joe i know you're a nets fan as well and this team i, I think they could win a game against philadelphia and i'd be satisfied with that well you know i think the thing when you look at brooklyn and how this team is constructed is that they are built to slow down the bigger dominant players in the east like a Giannis, um, a Tatum. The question is, can they do that same thing against Embiid? Because he's really like your traditional center type. They're really great against power forwards because they have the great defense of Dorian Finney-Smith, Claxton, Mikhail Bridges. So I'm going to be really interested to see how this series turns out. I don't worry about Harden. Obviously, you and I, Eddie, know that he's kind of a quitter on teams. But bringing in an unbiased opinion, I just think that when the playoffs come, he's not exactly his best mm -hmm. self and that he uh, forces a lot of shots and tries to get out of rhythms. I mean, if he comes into the series on his rhythm, it's going to be really difficult. But I think this Brooklyn Nets roster is in a really good spot to do a lot defensively. The question is, with so many unproven guys that are trying to achieve star level, like Mikael Bridges is trying to reach the star level of being like the, the A guy for this Nets team. I don't know if he can be that. I think he's most certainly like a, a fantastic number two and an incredible number three. But I don't know if he can be that number one guy. Spencer Dinwiddie feels like he's that number one guy. Like he tells people he is, but I think he's at best of three. I mean, Claxton's kind of been off his rhythm lately. So I think this series is going to be fascinating just to see the future of this Nets team. I think it's going to be a very hard-fought series because I think if Harden is not playing well, the Nets are going to do whatever they can defensively to stop Joel Embiid, and that's going to make it extremely even. I do have the Sixers winning in six, but I, I think the Nets could make it extremely, extremely competitive. I think so, too. I think I've been so impressed with Mikael Bridges. I oh, think he's the best, so good. The best thing with him is that he never misses games. Like yeah, he, he's played, he played 83, 83 yeah. He's, There's only 82 games in a season, guys. Yes. It's because he got traded, but... Mm -hmm. It's he's, still insane. He's played more games than there are in a season. And for a Nets team that has had superstars that just couldn't stay on the court for the last four years, it's kind of a nice change of pace, and I'd let's say. Let's be honest, Dennis. I mean, Eddie. I'm sorry. Too That's many okay. too many. Be legends. honest with me, too. Yeah, I'll be... I'll, <laughs> well, let's be honest. Honesty is the best policy. Yeah. But when you look at this team last year, right? It was the same thing, except they were in the playing spot. So, yeah, you lose Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. But at the end of the day... You take all the off-field drama away. I mean, look at what happened with Kyrie in the match. That was a complete and utter disaster. Oh, that's feeble. And they threw yeah. that final game. Yeah, they I mean, threw. I have, yeah. I have that, that, no that, idea NBA what Mark Cuban is cooking. They are investigating that because Jason Kidd literally said, <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, they told me. This. <laughs> so essentially, yeah, I, he's no There is no it. chance Lucas is going to leave. 
I mean, there's no chance Luka's going to stay, but just to finish my point, I feel like, Eddie, and you will understand this, watching the Nets last year was so exhausting. Mm-hmm. And in that series against the Celtics, it just felt like there was no heart and no life with this team. This year feels completely different. I could imagine this series with the Sixers. I could imagine a scenario where they win the series and a complete Sixers collapse, which we've gotten used to in the playoffs. Yep. But in the same time, like if the Nets lose in like five or six games, that's what they were expected to do. Like they were not even ex- if they even get swept, that's okay. I feel like because the Sixers are an elite team. Like the Nets have the capacity to go out and trade for a superstar in this offseason, if possible, which I feel like they're gonna do no matter what happens or try to do. But I feel like the roster is just so well constructed and there's so many good guys. I think Jacques Vaughn is a fantastic defensive coach and I think they're going to play extremely well against the Sixers. Yeah, I don't think they're really going to make a move for a superstar. I think they're going to try to add some other pieces, but the Nets team that was so great did not have a superstar before they brought in KD and Kyrie that we all liked was the last time they played Philly in the playoffs four years ago. That group with D'Angelo Russell and Levert and Allen and Dinwiddie. Now you're kind of building a similar roster construction and i think if you could add a couple more pieces it could work except mikhail bridges is borderline all-star now. yes yes i think especially he, in that second i think in that second half of the year he's an all-star yeah and i think he likes it here because in phoenix let's be honest he doesn't get that many offensive chances he was exclusively be, a defender yeah because they have so many other choices to go to even before they had durant before the trade i mean he was was kind of overshadowed by booker and paul and Eaton. now he gets to be like a number one guy and he's averaging 28 really points good. a game since the trade so one, one thing with mikhail is that when you look at his play style it is eerily similar to kevin durant mm-hmm. like he's so tall and thin but he's such a lethal shooter the only thing that i see him working on continuously is like yeah he misses a lot of shots but when he pulls up off the dribble like a fadeaway shot like it's something kevin durant used to do i'm not sure exactly how to describe it it just looks so similar like I just love Mikael Bridges, and I think that no matter what happens against the Sixers, I'm going to be very proud with how the Nets handled. I mean, because it looks like they won both trades, honestly. Yeah. Like, it, you you win the Kyrie trade no matter what, because Kyrie is just his own entity at this point. And with Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant wanted to leave, and at the end of the day, he was not putting 110% into Steve. He was barely putting in, like, 50. So you get Mikael Bridges, a guy who was a borderline all-star now, that is going to play literally every single game you have, and then you get Cam Johnson, who's a fantastic offensive piece. He's really a great two for this team. They just got to re-sign him this offseason. And then you get a whole lot of picks for the future. Like it's a, it, I feel like they really handled the superstar situation well, except for James Harden. Yeah, I agree with you with that. Uh, Dennis, we, we were just two Nets fans talking, so maybe you Give can... Give us your uh, I, outside perspective. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I, I think, like, I don't know. I think the Nets are a fun team at this point, and this is kind of the point where it's like, okay, they made the playoffs. They're in the top half of NBA teams. I don't think they'll do a whole lot against Philadelphia, and for that matter, I don't think Philadelphia will do a whole lot against Boston. Yeah, that's fair. So it's kind of whatever, but I don't know. I don't think this is a, a failed season by any means given how much they have gotten in return for a genuinely pretty bad situation altogether. So, I don't know. That's fine. And the future looks okay for the Nets. Not, like, great, but okay. Like, they have plenty of time to, like, kind of sit and sit, sit with their thoughts and be an okay team. <laughs> so, we'll we'll certainly see how they uh, continue out, I guess. I kind of wanted to uh, take a more... Uh, national look i guess i wanted to kind of kind of move through the playoffs get our kind of overall predictions right. in each round i kind of want to start play in tournament what do you what do you what do you what, are you, what are y'all feeling we'll uh we'll go with eastern conference first because we're, we're eastern conference people 
All right. So hit me. yeah, Eddie, hit me. Listen, three of the four teams I think in the Eastern Conference playing tournament are completely irrelevant in terms of how it's going to work out. Atlanta, Chicago, and Toronto. You know what? You've I'm had sorry, nice Dennis. seasons. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. I know the Hawks had a. It'd be so cool if Lonzo played. Yeah. <laughs> he literally has a. a he's injury. never playing again. He's I never playing so. again. Never. Which is unfortunate because he was starting to really he's never turn around his again. career. He's so good. At least he got that. And bag, we though. need a point yeah, guard. At least he got paid before. Like, yeah. think about how, like, much better the Bulls got when they had Pat Bev as their point guard, just because they had a veteran point guard. Now imagine the team if they had Lonzo at point guard it's instead really, of Pat Bev as point tragedy. guard. Pat Bev. I think the Bulls could get in it, get the eighth seed. I think I think they can beat Toronto. I think the Raptors might be the weakest team, and the, of course they have Ron Harper Jr., which is great. They but, do have Ron Harper but Jr. But to me, they're the weakest of the twenty teams that are in. You know the playoffs. The I, twenty in total. It's it's uh, yes yes. Huh. I would say that Min- the Minnesota rivals okay. it because of recent incidents, yeah. but uh, I don't I, know. I don't know if I like the Thunder that much yet. I, I think potentially the Pelicans oh, as the well with the Zion injury. The Bulls are done. I think the Bulls can beat Toronto. The Bulls. Then, I think the um, Bulls could definitely uh, get the eight seed and win a game in the playoffs. Yeah, I think th- I, I, that's gonna be a close one. Huh? That feels shocking to me. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't trust them at all. Vucevic and Zach Levine. Vuce is my guy. That's true. Demar Derozan's playing right. I don't see why not. Playoff DeRozan has been a problem before, but uh, yeah, and not, and not in a good way. Like just but fine, the Bulls but really <laughs> do have a solid <laughs> roster. I mean, they've got uh, Andre Drummond. They've got Andre. Andre Drummond's crazy. He's a great that's backup that's true. That's true. But I think they, they could. They got no point guard. <laughs> they, they don't. Well, but. they can try to get one. I mean, they have Caruso. Alex Caruso. Uh, he ain't, he ain't a point guard. <laughs> he does not function. He got as much skill as he has hair. <laughs> but that's why the, those three teams are irrelevant. I think the Bulls might be the best of those. Miami's a different story because Jimmy Miami Butler just the straight up beats the Hawks. I think we yeah. can. I, I think we can all agree right now that Miami will beat the Hawks. Yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. I think Miami is going to steal two games in their first round series. Okay, I, really? I, against Boston. Yes, I think okay. they. A, I think they could find a way. It's a tough we'll matchup. We'll get to that soon. But, but I, that I think is interesting. Miami is a completely. I think we can all agree. Miami is a completely different level than the other three play-in teams in the Eastern Agreed. Conference. I'd agree Agreed. with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I honestly think, and that, that that I guess is kind of the thing about the rest of these teams. Is I honestly think Toronto is the best out of the remaining three. Really. Um, I don't really have a good answer for you other than I like a lot of their players and a lot of their players are ha- have an interesting mix of youth and playoff experience. Mm-hmm. We can all agree that it's not the Hawks though, right? I think does anybody think they're like the I I don't see why not. Like <sighs> they're just too And too remember it's just dependent. it's just one game that they have to win. Like it's not like they have to win a series or anything. Well, it's then, just like having one good night, which well, at the same time could mean like any of them do well, but I also like if you if you do say that the Hawks are too like shooting dependent, uh, Trey Young could just have a really yeah. good game. <laughs> I mean, out of those three teams, uh, like the eighth, ninth, and tenth seed, Trey Young is easily the best player. Out yeah. Of any oh, of those absolutely, teams. no doubt. So yeah, that's that's kind of what I see in the East. I think the West is probably a little more interesting. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll go to the West then. I I. Especially given what's happening with the Wolves now, I, I I already thought the Lakers were going to beat the Wolves. Um, one of the other interesting tidbits is that the seventh seed has never lost to the eighth seed in mm-hmm. the four play-in games we've had so far. I and yeah, I think the Lakers are just going to beat the Wolves. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that stat is not going to change. The Heat yeah. are going to beat Atlanta, and 
I, I don't know what's happening in Minnesota. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns. They were finally putting it all together. Yep, yep. <laughs> and they made that big trade. Carl well, Anthony. not even that. Like, this season, they were finally putting it together. They were looking way better in the last couple weeks. Really? And then they decided to punch each other. <laughs> it seems like everybody hates Rudy Gobert that plays with him, and I don't know why. Carl Anthony has needs French. to get out of there. Okay. Carl Anthony needs to get out there, of there. There's, <laughs> as, as, my uh, high school brother. I know. Matuchin's oh, yeah. finest. Yep. Yes, St. Joe's. Uh, but, like, listen, that trade for Gobert it's it's gonna go down as one of the worst I think ever. I, I and think the it, irony I th- in all of it, I think it might not be the worst trade this season, the, <laughs> given the Kyrie trade. Y- yeah, well, yeah, but no, because you can make the argument at the time that the Mavs thought they were like Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith aren't like that big compared to Kyrie. Even still, like it, the the actual material like benefits for the Mavericks were nothing, and the cost was significant. For Minnesota, like as much as Rudy Gobert is not really doing a whole lot or being that good, he still has a couple years left on his contract. It's, just, it's he, not like this is the entire history of Rudy Gobert on the Timberwolves. Yeah, he opens up the offense for Cat, which is really why they traded for him. You know? Yeah, so that Rudy Gobert can be the true center, like the true defense. Yeah, and he can he can play a lot more on defense as well. Like, it's, yeah, it's but just, he's a nut job. Apparently. I don't know. I, 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 and yeah, it's apparently. the sort of thing where it's like, I don't think Rudy Gobert is that good. I don't think he was necessarily worth it in that trade. Not worth that much. Yeah. The, I, the funniest think, thing is that Walker Kessler has all outplayed him this year as a center. That's true as well. They gave Walker him up Kessler. as part of one of the many pieces in that trade. And mm. then Minnesota's front office traded away three pieces to the Lakers, and now those same three pieces are going to be playing against them. I, I cannot comprehend how they made that the trade. I, I literally, literally I'm literally like still worst. stunned that anyone that, that the Lakers were actually able to unload Russell Westbrook I know. this season. Those it's, trades they made at the deadline were shocking when it happened, and they're still even more shocking. Like I don't know how they got good players. Bro, nobody has ever valued anybody in the history history of the world more than the Lakers value like their young pieces their young quotation pieces yep. like Taylor Horton Tucker like, yeah it was like this guy is a future all-star and it's like yeah what? like and then they like moved him for some guys and it's like all these like Austin Reeves they're like he's gonna get a huge contract mm-hmm. like all, all these guys are kind of just like middle of the pack rotation pieces if that yeah it's like but somehow they flip these guys I mean they obviously haven't traded Reeves but you know mm-hmm. yeah it's it's bad, and then everything that just happened yesterday. I mean, you, you got mm-hmm. players fighting on the sidelines, and then I think you're, people are overshadowing the fact that uh, Jaden McDaniels pulled a Devin Williams and decided to punch a wall, and now is like out with a fractured really? hand. Yeah, yeah, oh, that, yeah. That was dur- that was before that. He they, got they mad about a punch foul issues. Yes. I didn't even hear that. Mm-hmm. They, I did see that yes. on Twitter. Yes, they had multiple punch issues that resulted in now multiple players that were in the yeah, starting lineup it's, that are going to be missing. It's the the Timberwolves playing LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it, it, that's not going to go well. The other game could be interesting. Of course, Zion. Guess what? He's hurt. So the Thunder. Oh, he's not playing again. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. What a shocker. So like OKC has never been there before. Thunder are probably a year or two ahead of schedule, but yeah. I could see them win that playing game against New Orleans. Oh yeah, I could see that. And sure. then I think they're going to lose yeah. for the eighth season. I think Minnesota can still, because of the talent of Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards, despite the turmoil, still find their way to an eight seed, but they're going to really... Denver's going to get lucky getting to play them in the first round because they're not really going to pose any threat. Yeah, that's kind of my issue right now is I'm like, what 
team because the Pelicans, at the end of the day, the Pelicans are just not the same team from when Zion was on the team. Yeah. It's like a huge tragedy that Zion got injured again because they were looking like a genuine title contender when he played and now like barely scraped into the playoffs after only playing without him for like, what, two thirds of the season mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, the Thunder, I mean, they'll be an exciting team next year probably. Uh the Timberwolves, like, I think on paper, the Timberwolves are the best out of these three teams. Yeah. And Gobert, I think, will be playing in that second game, right? In the eight seed game? Yes. So yes. I guess I'll still take the Timberwolves, despite everything. <laughs> Even though that feels, like, kind of crazy. I think I'll still take the Timberwolves, but I, I don't know. I, it's it's a mess. It's a mess. I just don't understand why you trade for a second center in this era of the NBA. Especially one that's, like, not good at offense yeah yeah there they, yeah especially one with like a, a variety of issues like gobert and like rudolph rudolph gobert <laughs> Rudolph gobert. uh anyways we want to get into the the main bracket now sure can we can we can we just start off the bat and say milwaukee boston denver all easily winning their first round series. Yeah, I wouldn't say, I, I wouldn't say Boston's going to be easy. But Not necessarily. I, I think it will they'll be win. easy. They'll I, win. I, I don't know if they'll sweep. I think they will win in five at most. I, and that's just my my feeling on it. I don't think Denver's going to be easy at all. Denver has been really, really rough the last few years in the playoffs with Jokic. Like uh, that, that, that. I don't think that's true. I mean, have they? What? When have they made like a conference? They made the conference finals. They did. They won. <laughs> they did the COVID year. Oh, that doesn't count. They're making they, out zero. They, the only time they've been bad are when they they've had no well players. I don't know. I think... Uh, I, listen, what do we define as easy? Like, are you talking like five games? Like, I would say, I'm not yeah, defining would say five. It, I'm not really defining it by the number of the games. Yeah. I'm saying that there is very little chance that they're going to get upset, which I would agree yeah. with you. Milwaukee, Boston, and Denver, I think, I will all I don't, get I don't yeah. Denver at all. I think Denver could potentially lose to the I, I really don't see... I, I really... I do kind of hate the... the Jokic is bad in the playoffs it's narrative. Not that he's bad, but like I just haven't seen him like really overcome. Uh, other other than the three one deficit against the Clippers <laughs> in the bubble, <laughs> which Dude, like we're talking okay about the yeah I guess, here. I guess it's like the bubble Clippers and all that. But at the end of the day, it's like there. If you remove that, it's like okay last year he was the only person on his team and he willed the team to like I think it was like a game or two against the Warriors. The MVP. Yeah, <laughs> he played like it, uh, or even like. The couple of years before that, when he was like this nobody second round pick and leading his team to like, I mean, there was one year where he probably could have made the, uh, now I'm forgetting exactly what round it was, but there, there, it was pretty close to the Nuggets, like getting an extra round through the playoffs. They lost to the Trailblazers, partly because of the the jump ball that went the wrong way. <laughs> the referee threw up a jump ball right in the Blazers' direction oh, yeah, I remember that, at the end of overtime, and it's like, okay, well, if they had gotten that, then it's possible they would have won that game and then uh, gone further in the playoffs because that was like a seven-game series. I still have questions about Denver, but... I, mean. I, I do have questions, but, but I also first round, like, first round, I don't have Their questions. opponent is either going to be the dysfunctional Timberwolves, the Pelicans without Zion, or the Oklahoma City well, draft picks. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, I feel like you guys definitely know more about like I know a lot about the Nets, but outside of the Nets, yeah. I'm kind of like I would say not a casual, but leaning towards casual. But I, I do a think casual that, ball knower. 
casual. Well, I know ball, but no, no, I don't. I don't know basketball that well. I'd say that, except for WRSU Targum. I know Targum is <laughs> gonna win by a thousand. No. But um, <laughs> okay, I feel like it's either gonna, if it's gonna be the Timberwolves or the Lakers. I just feel like those teams have really good starting fives mm-hmm. with star players that have really great support. And listen, I know Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. are really fantastic pieces around mm-hmm. Jokic, but I mean, we're talking about we haven't seen. Uh, Jamal Murray in the playoffs since the bubble. Is that true? I believe that's true, yeah. And he was incredible, but I just don't know the type of support that Jokic is going to be getting in the playoffs. Michael Porter Jr. is, the last time I was watching him, exclusively a shooter. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's all he is. Like, he does not really play defense that well. So, listen, I'm not saying anything bad about Jokic. I love Jokic. I think Mm -hmm. he's hilarious on his little goat farm in the offseason. I think he's a fantastic player. But all I'm saying is, to win the NBA Finals, it's not about your best player. It's about all the guys around him. And I just don't know if they have a better top-to-bottom roster in the playoffs than the Lakers or the Timberwolves. I I can kind of see where you're coming from, but at the same time, I think... And that's kind of uh, what I kind of mean is, like, to win the finals, yes, you do need a top-to-bottom roster, and I don't think the Nuggets have that. But to win, win in the, the first, first round, no, you're, you're like, right, you, you right. generally... The team that wins in the first round is the team that has the best player. <laughs> yeah. And and I think Jokic is the best player currently, obviously, well, out of all that. So you think that if Oh uh, yeah, of course. You would yeah, you take Jokic over LeBron. Yeah, like LeBron's eight hundred years old. Like well, it's fine. He he's still good. Like he's still yeah, really he's still good. Like if I had to like rank the players out of that group, LeBron probably be what, like fourth? After like Jokic, Kat and uh A D all in their primes. Oh, like that's primes. obviously well, because all of them are in their primes right Anthony now. Anthony Davis is in his prime? Uh, close to it. A I little out of it, I so. guess. But, like, I mean, it, it closer to his prime than LeBron is, I yeah, guess. But LeBron's LeBron's playing like – well, LeBron's basically always in his prime, if we're being honest. I'm I mean, not even yeah. a huge LeBron fan, but I'm just being honest. Like, yeah. He's basically I, – I, I get where you're coming from, but no, still, yeah. regardless. I, just, um, I think the Nuggets are going to win six. Okay, fair. That's I just don't think it's gonna be like okay. a, a sweep or fair. a gentleman sweep. We'll 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 jump now to the 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 one team I didn't mention, Memphis. Do I I, I like Memphis a lot. I'm saying that straight off right now. I like Memphis a lot. I don't. <laughs> they lost Stephen Adams, right? Ah, <sighs> they lost Stephen Adams. They lost Stephen yeah, Adams. They lost out. Brandon Clark. They no. have very limited size. John, John Moran went to rehab for 24 hours. That's and, fine. And then Adam That's Silver no problem. Was like, He's good. gonna be great. I'm sure he's gonna be great, he's but fire. I don't know if the locker room guys love him like that story came no, out. No, no, no. I think I think they still do. Aside from Stephen yeah, Adams, they don't care about that. I don't think they really care. Well, and, and Stephen Adams is on the team, so yeah. they're fine. I, th- the problem is, I think they're gonna catch the Lakers at a bad time. You know, I I, I think they might they might catch. I don't think I I, th- I think this is I think this is another case like the the Lakers Sun series where people are like, ooh, hype up the Lakers. The Lakers are really gonna get it done this time. They finally got the momentum. They just get blown out. But who's such a who's right. guarding AD? That's that's my thing. If you don't, don't have know. Adams and you don't have Clark, they do not have much size on the that team. The injury room is guarding Anthony Davis. That's gonna keep him from getting to the floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's gonna hurt himself. That's yeah, what'll guard. He's him. gonna like feel the pressure and be like, I have stomach pains. I can't play. Yeah, my like, tummy. Hurt. My, my stomach hurt. My stomach hurt. My stomach hurt. My stomach hurt. Can't play today, guys. <laughs> Sorry, Reeves. Wrong. You need to put up fifty. <laughs> Lakers also signed Tristan Max Thompson. Christie, yeah. So Tristan Thompson. Oh, that's my guy. Team? Yeah. Oh Didn't my he god. He's so good. Yeah, that's no, like his, that's like the whole thing. He dated uh, Card- Khloe Kardashian. Well, the Kardashian. Yeah, that's oh. the same same uh, idea. No idea. Same, thing. same idea. Yeah, I I don't know. I I still think the uh, Grizzlies win in like six. That's my that's my feeling. I think John Morant's like a loser, honestly. 
Like I, I love like. All, I think he's so funny. I love so many NBA superstars, but I just think he's like a jerk. He probably is, but I, I don't know. I think he's funny. Like all this stuff. For now, I think he's funny. I might be annoyed like yeah. eight months from now, like but like. When he's like thirty and he's doing this, then we're gonna be like, all right. yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah. He's still I think really young. Yeah. But yeah, I get where you're coming from. In like from. five years, when it's like, all right, all right, come on, man, come on. Mm-hmm. When they can't afford to pay any good players around him, it's like, right, yeah. you're, you're going to have to step it up a little bit. Yeah, no, th- this Grizzlies team is just very silly right now, but I, I'm they're still going They're pretty goofy. Yeah. They're goofy. They're a goofy team. All right. I, I think um, the two best series that we're going to get in the opening round are going to be the 4-5. I think Suns-Clippers is going to be great. That's, and I, <sighs> I think Cavs-Knicks is going to be really, really, really that good That should series. be a fun one. I think Cavs-Knicks is going to be the best series. I also think, I guess, heading forward in the direction we, okay, that this so, is going. Because, yeah, we talked, about, we talked about State, uh, Philadelphia, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, we could talk about Golden State, Sacramento. Because we way, talked about Brooklyn, Philadelphia. Philadelphia is going to win in, like, five or six yeah, or whatever. We already, we already talked about that. Sacramento is playing in their first game on ABC since 2007. The, this, is their, this is their that first is crazy playoff like the appearance since they, they – they, as the Sacramento Kings, this is the first time they have made the playoffs under a coach other than Rick Adelman. Yes. That's crazy. Mm. They got Sabone. They do. The they legend. do have Sabone. Um, it, it makes me sad because I, I feel like Sacramento is going to lose this series. I think so, too. And I don't think I they think deserve so to. Like, I think if it was like... They're dogs, too. I think like, if pretty it was heavy like dogs. Phoenix, Sacramento, and LA, uh, Golden State... I honestly, I, I, I think it would be way more, it would be less fun in the moment because the individual series would be less interesting, but it would make for like a better conference semifinals. Cause I do think that Golden State is going to lose in the second round. Um, Cause I think the only team they can beat without home court advantage is the Kings. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. I think Golden State has some flaws this year. I, I don't know. I, I, they could make things interesting in the second round. but They could gonna, make things interesting. They're going to beat the Kings. But I don't think that they're going to win in the second round. I, I guess that's my second thing. I think they lose to Memphis in the second round. Yeah. Well, um, but I, I do think they beat the Kings now, which is kind of unfortunate because, I mean, the Kings are fun this year. But I, I just don't think the Kings are going to get it done. I don't see it. <laughs> I, I just don't think this group of guys has the experience yet. I yeah. Next year, maybe they'll come back a little bit stronger. But gotta give them all the props like this season is such a success for their fans yeah no tons of tons yeah. of credit to sacramento altogether. like i i don't see how this team could possibly have gotten to this spot <laughs> yeah. uh like third in a pretty deep western conference mm-hmm. but good for them i'm i'm happy for them absolutely so all right so we're gonna talk about Cavs next oh wait no uh suns clippers yeah, suns clippers i guess yeah um, we'll finish the west in this mm-hmm. first round i hate this series because i like both of these teams actually I think probably That's go the thing that makes seven. me mad is because I, I genuinely think the winner of this series could end up winning the West. Um, Here, yeah, here's the thing. And I guess I have to call the Suns then. I know. I got. I <laughs> they got, have Chris Paul and Kevin Durant on one team. <laughs> Chris Paul doesn't matter, but yeah, the Phoenix is no, good. He's, he's, he's crazy. He's crazy. Chris Paul is one of those players who plays worse in the postseason than he, he does, does in the regular season. James Harden is another. The opposite he is does, Jimmy Butler and Kawhi that do better in the postseason than the regular season. Kevin Durant season. like elevates Kawhi to a different level team. in the playoffs. Oh well, yeah, well except for last year, but uh, well. Yeah. I, I, they're gonna they're gonna be fine. I think the problem that's gonna plague them down the stretch is possibly the fact that they've their group has only played like eight games together. Which, by the way, is the same deal when the Nets big three they was played, together. They go. only played eight games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think Phoenix is still probably the favorites in the West, and I think the Clippers are gonna make it interesting. But 
No Paul George is going to be noteworthy, and the Suns yeah, I, will take Yeah, I think they're cooked without Paul George. Yeah. Like, yeah, they've got to be. It's so sad. I like this. Like, I, I, I like Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard a Kawhi's lot. Kawhi's so funny. He just, Kawhi's such he doesn't a funny talk that guy. Much, but he's, he's, he's so funny. He's a, he's a funny. sweetheart. You just know he's a sweetheart. <laughs> he, he just hates basketball, and I really like that. He's just trying to get his, his bank in. He is. Leave. He doesn't enjoy this at all. He's like a, it's a classic great. 9 to 5. Um. But anyways, uh, yeah, I, I think Phoenix is just going to win. I think they will, too. Uh, unfortunately. I think it's yeah, they be six or seven, though. I think it will be a, a yeah, pretty interesting it'll series. Go, it'll I, go I, yeah, I, I think six probably makes sense. Uh, Cleveland, New York. That's going to be a fun one. That I'm could so go six or seven. Series. I'm so excited. Because I I'm, like Cleveland. I'm a, I've always been a huge Donovan Mitchell fan. Like I loved him so much. But I remember I was watching uh, Cavs, Nets a few weeks ago, and Donovan Mitchell had a crazy like fast break dunk. And he flexed on Utah Watanabe, and then they no. pushed him on the ground and started like chanting Not Utah. At him. And I was like, "Why would you do that to Utah Watanabe? Like this guy is literally a role player." That guy's so, that and he's also, so cool too. He's awesome. I love Utah. So ever since then, I do not like Donovan Mitchell anymore. Just a fair <laughs> warning. I used to love him. Like every Nets franchise I would do, I'd be like, "Trade for Donovan Mitchell." Yeah. Because he, I think he's a legend. But I think this is gonna be close. Never do that to Watanabe. That's I so think, mean. I think it's gonna come down to Game Seven. And I think that Donovan Mitchell is going to hit a game winner over the Knicks. And I think the Knicks are just going to be in so much pain. Like, I feel like that's just the script. Mm-hmm. I feel like because they did not make that trade. Like, R.J. Barrett's going to miss, like, a crazy shot that yeah, he it's should gonna have be made. Julius. It's going to be Julius Randle. No, it's, it's going to be R.J. Randle's going to chuck one, and it's going to hit the the time board on, it, on the no, top. No, it's going to be that's R.J. Because miss. R.J. was the guy they wouldn't trade. And R.J. has been really, really struggling for this Knicks team. So, I think it's going to be R.J. miss a bucket. R- Julius will have, like, an awful fourth quarter yet. And then Donovan Mitchell. I think it's gonna go seven. Though. I think be so a too. I I am actually. I think Ricky Rubio. Pretty much in a hundred percent. I think Ricky Rubio is games. the game changer. Ricky Rubio is a good dynamite. He's the goat. Guard. He's been around forever. But he's so good. He's only thirty-two. Also, you, really? Also, yeah. for the he's heat. been around for ages. I know. He he's like, when did he get into the league? he get into the league? He's so. How old is he? He. Uh, let's see. He's thirty. He's from Spain, isn't he? So he. He is Spanish. Yeah. Him. His first. He played his. He played his first NBA season at age twenty-one, with Minnesota. Oh my gosh. He was in two thousand nine draft pick. He was a two thousand nine draft pick. He didn't sign for two years. He was playing in Spain. He was like Eurostashed for that time frame, and then joined Minnesota. That's crazy. What a goat. So what? What year did he? What age did he get drafted at? Uh, 19. 19 years old. So you could have yeah. been in the league for even longer. That's yeah, why we've heard of him so long. Yeah. He's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, uh, I, I like the Cavaliers in this. I, I don't know why. I think it's just because it's the Knicks. Yeah, like, because I, it's I, the Knicks, I think. I literally cannot comprehend the Knicks winning they will, I don't think they a, a basketball series. Uh, so I'm just going to take the Cavaliers. I like a lot of their players. They have a good squad together. They have a good young squad together, but still one with like a little... And they kind of know what they're doing. Especially for uh, against they were, I just can't imagine them winning. Especially against the team that got the star player that the Knicks denied trading. For. Yeah, like it just feels like the basketball gods are like not gonna let that happen. Well, and they have the rest of a roster that's actually pretty good. Too. No, the Knicks have a like, great roster, but also the Cavs have the well, legend I mean, like, himself, Jared Allen. Well, yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying about the Cavs. They've got Jared Allen. They've got Evan Mobley. They've got Darius Garland. They've got Karis Levert. Like this seems just good, top to bottom. On the topic of Ricky Rubio, one more note on the Timberwolves. I'll calm down on the Timberwolves. <laughs> However, Minnesota had two picks, fifth and sixth in the 2009 draft. They took Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn, and then with the seventh pick, the Warriors took Steph. Oh, yeah. They took, I they took that. two point guards back to back in front of Steph. 
<laughs> I remember that. That's oh, so God, funny. Oh, God, that's awful. Yeah, because that was, um, yeah, that was funny. That was very funny. Was Good old days. Um, but, yeah, so for me, I guess what I have, so coming coming out of it into the second round from the west, I've got Denver uh winning their series it's what denver I, phoenix golden state memphis i have the lakers beating memphis oh, lakers? I, I completely uh, agree with eddie i okay. have denver lakers phoenix golden state okay uh i obviously have memphis um i'd probably to to step forward from that i like the suns over the nuggets i think like we'll start with that i guess because we all have that matchup yeah, so it'd be yeah, it would be Denver and Phoenix, and I think Phoenix is gonna do enough to beat Denver. Yeah, it's unfortunate because like I I don't know I like this Denver team I think they're good. I feel like the um, Lakers could make the conference finals honestly. I I the Lakers. Yeah, because they've been so good in the second half of the season. They do. I, I if you assume that they have a good matchup against Memphis and beat Memphis, they do have an easy route forward. Because they're not on the same side of the bracket as the Nuggets, Suns, and Clippers. Um, but I don't know. I just don't trust them. Like, But I do think the Suns are going to come out of the West no matter what. I but. think it's, yeah. I've got it down to Suns, Warriors, Suns come out of the West. Yeah, I, I, I think that the Grizzlies beat the Warriors as well. Um, I think I once the Warriors do not end up on home court against, like, a team other than like Sacramento, like <laughs> yeah. once they're like on the road against Memphis, like uh, not having home court advantage against Memphis, I think they just lose, <laughs> um, and they might lose in seven, but I think they do just lose, um, and then it'd be like Phoenix, Memphis, and I guess I take Phoenix. <laughs> um, now the East. Now is the East. A little more interesting now. Once you get past the first round. I don't think it is. I think I'm you taking don't. Milwaukee and Boston again. Okay. I think not. I think it's going to be <laughs> Milwaukee and Philadelphia. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> you never know. I. You never know. I, I don't. I, I like the. I like the Celtics a lot. I think. I think this is the year the Sixers finally make it to. A yeah. They. They finally. Final. They finally do something in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, I mean, I don't. Like the, Sixers, the process is trusted the, the, enough to well, get to this it's, point. Well, it's, it's not going to get them further than that. I think we're going to get Bucks Suns finals rematch of a couple of years Yay. ago. <laughs> I agree with that. I, I think it's totally going to be Bucks Boston. I think that matchup's bound to happen, but I'd probably yeah. take Boston in that in that matchup. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying as well. Where I I I think Boston gets to the NBA Finals is where I was kind of yeah. heading with that. Jalen Brown's kind of been ascending, and Tatum's obviously amazing. They're so, so good. Boston's so, just so good. But I don't know, man. Like Milwaukee with Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, it's just such a great big three. They do have a great team, but so do the Celtics, and the Celtics have all of the um, playoff experience that they need. Uh, I mean, they because they beat the Bucks last year, didn't they? I'm not crazy. The Celtics? <laughs> the Celtics, did they? La- I don't last- think so. No, they no they beat the, the Heat and the Heat beat the Bucks. The Heat beat the, the, heat beat the Bucks. It was Celtics yeah. Heat. How the, the Heat beat the Bucks last That's what game? I'm thinking now. Whoa. <laughs> how did that happen? Every other year, Jimmy Butler goes <laughs> on a crazy playoff run. <laughs> how, did, how did that happen? Oh no, the Boston did beat the Bucks. Oh, the did. Heat beat the Sixers. Yeah, so Boston beat the Bucks in seven last year. Oh yeah. They don't have home court advantage this time, but I don't think that matters that much. I I I, I like Boston. I don't know. I like Boston in that matchup straight up. Uh. 
I think they do just have they 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 do just got that good of a team. Um, and yeah, I think I I think uh, uh, Boston Phoenix Finals rematch of 1976 or whatever. Uh, I'll take Boston on that one. Yeah, I don't think the Suns are gonna win at all. I uh, yeah, I would agree with I think that. They're gonna be the They'll Bucks, be cooked by that point. The Bucks, yeah. I mean, Kevin Durant's body won't let him get to that point. Yeah. I well, yeah. That's my question. Is like maybe the Suns won't get past a certain round because somebody will get injured. I mean, the thing is, their depth is so skewed now that if any of their top four guys, I mean, Chris Paul is basically a non-contributor in the playoffs. Like, I know you love him, Dennis. He's great. Like, He's so good. And dominating. Do you guys remember when that was a nickname? Yeah, that was awesome. He probably will be mid, honestly. Um, yeah, so I think if like if Booker or KD misses a game, they are just absolutely cooked. I'd agree with that. I, I miss Kevin Durant. I do Maybe too. not necessarily <laughs> misses a game, but like if they like if they're out out, then like for a full series, then it's done. Because mm-hmm. um, I think they can find ways to win like a couple games no, Kevin without can them. Turn it on. Can mm-hmm. turn into a gear. He's so good, man. But like, I, I don't think they're gonna win like everything without it. So uh, I'm taking the Celtics. Eddie, you haven't said who you're got in the finals. Uh, Bucks, Suns. Bucks, Suns. That's a tough one because I, I, I don't see a way Phoenix stays healthy for a whole two months. That's Maybe my either. problem. Yeah. If the Bucks stay healthy, that's why I think there's a lot of ifs, and this has been the case for the NBA postseason the last couple of years. Whoever's Teams get healthiest. hurt. Yes, to whoever's healthiest. And I just can't count on both Kevin Durant and Chris Paul being healthy for the whole postseason, just mm-hmm. by, based on past experience. I mean, Kevin Durant was in the layup line and was out for a month because he slipped. <laughs> I like, think yeah. Tatum and oh. Brown. He's going to end up, like, slipping in the shower and getting injured. He'll be out for Hey, then maybe months. the Nets have a chance here. Mikel Bridges, he's the one guy who can play every game. Yeah, I mean, if you're betting on the healthiest guys, the Nets might win the championship for the next 10 yeah. years. Because every other star just misses half the games in the season. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like Tatum and Do you know Giannis, like, because they, they've got that new, like, upcoming CBA. Um, Giannis this season would not be eligible for MVP because he played 63 games instead of 65. Classic. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, wait, so that starts next year. I don't know when that starts. It starts know. upcoming soon. It's gonna be what do you MVP. think about that, though? The the 65 game Yeah, the 65 game. A lot of players are not in favor of that. Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of stupid. Um Cause like I don't know, it, it it is kind of an arbitrary number. Cause like, like you can definitely argue this year that like Giannis had like a, a solid sixty three games. Um, and that's the thing as well, where it's like now you can use it as like a budget, where it's like okay, you have seventeen games where you don't need your star. Factor in a couple for injury. Factor in a couple for the end of the season. You can probably go with like I don't know two games a month. Where you can hold out your star, and now it's being encouraged by the NBA. Yeah, I think like, it's instead of instead of it being like a a vague like oh if you play those six more games like uh, Jokic has over Giannis this year or three more like he has over Embiid, maybe they, that will be rewarded in some grand way. But now it's like, okay, if you play 65, then you're eligible. It's, so now you know that all you have to do is play 65, and then you'll be eligible. It's going to work completely contradictory to what the NBA hoped for. It's going to end mm-hmm. up enabling this system even more. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's, there's going to be a problem. I have a lot of problems with the current 
with the new CBA for the NBA. Uh, that I it, like the midseason tournament. I do not. I, I, I like it. that a lot too. I it's think like, it's awesome. It's like the FA Cup in soccer. I love it. It is. I just I just don't see the point of it, and I, I just it's fun. I don't see it's sick. It's, it's sick, Eddie. A, it's not the like Nets are going to be midseason champions every year. Well, that's great, but like it's not like there's going to be these stars who are going to suddenly decide that the, it's not going to change what's currently going on. I think there's still going to be stars who are going to sit out because the midseason tournament does not mean the same thing as the playoffs. It's like well, yeah. At, at the end of the day, like because I'm trying to remember like what the exact like outline of it was like how many games would be added from this because i thought it was like is it two or three games that are like added added from the midseason tournament i think it's only two but it's It's only two at the end of the day like if you get money (laughs) for playing two additional games like i don't know i feel like that's probably like worth it to play (laughs) i don't know it's that and then I'm not the biggest fan of NBA players being able to form partnerships with betting companies. Oh, I just, well, yeah, I, I, I agree, that, I agree that, that. That just opens an entire can of worms of problems. It, it's the sort of thing where it's like, I, I also don't agree with the NBA forming partnerships with betting yeah. companies or like like TV broadcasters forming better uh, partnerships with betting companies. Like, I feel like at some point, if the players themselves are the line you draw it at, it's like, okay, well, why is everyone else allowed to profit off of this? Yeah. Why are, why, why, why is Tim Donaghy allowed to profit off all this? Yeah. And not the players. But I, I definitely see where you're coming from, where it's like, I don't agree with that, but at least it's better than, like... it's better that everyone is allowed to do it than everyone except the players, I guess, in my opinion. It is, but at the same time, the players are the only ones that directly on the court, their performance will influence the lines on games and who gets the money. That's, Mm -hmm. that's, That's where I just feel like you need that separation. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of that. So this CBA is iffy on me from the NBA, but I'm just glad they have one, so there's no lockout. Yeah. No strike like we're having right now. Oh, Rutgers strike. Oh, Rutgers yeah. yes. University. Oh, yes. Um, but, yeah, that's very exciting. Yes. That was a uh, that was a fun segment. That so. was a fun segment. Fire on the crew, WRSUFM New Brunswick, Monday here, last 15 minutes. Dennis Geisler, Eddie Kalegi, Joe Henry, Christian Vasquez. Uh, some interesting, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll bounce around some interesting news. Uh, right now, uh, reported earlier today by Adam Schefter, a couple of teams, at least six teams, uh, for the NFL draft have inquired on acquiring the third overall pick from the Arizona Cardinals, obviously a QB-heavy top of the draft class Arizona the first team not expected to take a franchise quarterback because they already have Kyler Murray on a long-term deal at the top of that draft y'all think that the Cardinals will trade down what kind of leverage do you think they have for that etc I I don't know because it's weird because the first two picks are gonna be quarterbacks most likely so there's really four quarterbacks that are in the mix well Um, and it's a question of which quarterback you would trade up for yeah yeah, and like what kind of tier no go ahead when you look at how the quarterback classes turn your mic on 
Oh my bad. I That's didn't okay. have that on my phone. <laughs> when you look, oh, Carmen's mad at me. I guess. Oh, did maybe he found the keys? Um, Probably found the keys. When you look, great guy. At how the quarterback class is constructed, right? Obviously, everybody talks about the top two in C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. And I think the Panthers are so interesting because Frank Reich, it seems like a very particular offensive type of mind. We know he's not going to take Bryce Young, right? So it seems like it's between yeah. Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud because he wants that tall passer. I think he's going to take Stroud. Think, I think he's going to take so. Stroud too. I don't think I don't think you can pick Richardson I don't think first overall. Richardson oh, God. But I think no that you could take Stroud because he's so accurate and so tall, and that's something that Reich really likes. So then you're looking at Bryce Young too at Texans. So then that leaves you the project quarterback of Anthony Richardson. So I think if he gets the four, the Colts are going to take him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Will Levis is going to be the fourth best, maybe even fifth. I'm a huge Hendon Hooker from Tennessee guy. I think Will Levis is going to be the first best. You think he's going to be the best quarterback he's, in the class? He's crazy. He's Taking so good. Snap actually, Levis and you up think he's be the best? I, I, I genuinely like Levis a lot. I don't know if he'll be the best out of this draft class. I just think the other talent is so good. Like, Bryce Young has I proven that he can win I agree with no you. What. I just also think, like, and that's the thing. It's like, I don't know, like, I, I always compare, like, people talk about Will Levis like he's Zach Wilson. And honestly, I think he's like the opposite of Zach Wilson right now. Where he had nothing in college, he, he was playing against help. the highest tier of college football SEC. in the SEC, and he was just getting absolutely blown up all the time. Like, if anybody needs to be right there to patch in a terrible team, he'll be the guy to do it. <laughs> have you seen? <laughs> and like, have you seen that he puts uh, mayonnaise, mayonnaise in his coffee? coffee? He's bananas. He's, he's, he's so bananas funny. With the peel. He said yeah. that was a joke about the. Well, mayo. but he does it though. He's so funny. And he doesn't like mind it. A guy that a guy his, that crazy. His, like, how could he not be on TikTok, great? Everyone was like, "What is wrong with well, this guy?" Well, Sam Howell only eats chicken. He doesn't eat steak or any other type of meat. Yeah, but that's nothing crazy. I mean, it's if you just like chicken. But you can put a bunch of stuff on. You can just. But he goes. Sometimes he's seasoning the chicken. Apparently, the team went to a steakhouse and he brought chicken fingers with him. Oh, that's funny what? though. Yes, they let him bring food into steakhouse. I mean, I mean he's, he's they're, they're the Washington Commanders. <laughs> if the mm-hmm. Washington Commanders come come to your steakhouse and their backup quarterback brings chicken well, fingers, you're not going to go. I hate you. Super Bowl franchise quarterbacks in now. Yeah, well, uh, it, it, he will be like yeah. for now. Yeah, I mean, but everybody knows. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like assumed. It's yeah, just that, that's true. That's true. But that's I true. think I think the Colts should honestly trade up to that three spot because I think you risk a team like Seattle or Detroit that could potentially take a quarterback if they like one enough mm-hmm. just throwing in like another pick to hop at the same time the like i kind of wonder because like uh, would the colts go for richardson at four i think they totally would because they're I think not they i don't i think they would go for levis wherever they trade they would? I think they'll go. That's Levis. the thing. It's like I, I don't know if I because that's the thing. I think if the Lions or Seahawks trade up, like if they pick a quarterback, it'll be Richardson. Yeah. Because they have the time to wait for Richardson because well, they already have with the veterans on. Yeah, they they already have veterans on contract though, so they can all they yeah. they have a little bit of time to wait. That's the true. Colts don't really have that. They have to plug someone in immediately. Richardson is not going to be that guy. Levis definitely could be that guy. Um, to plug point, in man. immediately more, yeah, and just play, play just play some football Is right now though? and like, get sacked 30 times a season. When you look at the team, like the Colts team, and also like Anthony Richardson. I'm not saying he'll be good immediately, yeah. 
but like he'll play immediately and it won't totally ruin his development i think Anthony any Richardson more than playing for, for kentucky while. already has and yeah that's the yeah. thing it's like he can sit behind geno smith he can sit behind jared goff yeah. they're two veteran quarterbacks not great quarterbacks by any means but still veteran quarterbacks if either of them stumbles for too long a period you can say okay richardson time to come in i think um, the whole... even next season yeah. he can probably come in and you can expect those guys to still be because i think Gino definitely has two years on contract. He just signed an extension. Yeah, Three and Goff. Years and Goff has a few. Yeah, I, I don't know how long Goff is but on. I but I think when you look at Richardson, I think this whole idea that he's a project and like way more time to develop gets a little mm-hmm. bit overrated. Like, mm-hmm. He was in a very similar situation at, as Levis in that they had no help around them, kind of mediocre mm-hmm. coaches, and the fact that they were playing in the toughest conference. Like, That's Richard, true. Richardson has the undeniable factor of his speed. So if you start mm-hmm. him day one as a rookie – he can burn you with that no matter what. And it's not like he's a small guy like Bryce Young. He can take physical, like, big hits, and he'll be okay. Like, him and Levis mm-hmm. are taller, stronger guys. And the arm power is, like, without doubt, that accuracy is something that he's going to have to get developed. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing with Levis. Like, the only guy who's hyper-accurate coming out of this class is C.J. Stroud. Bryce Young even struggles with accuracy. So I think that it's really a toss-up. And I don't know. I just don't like Levis. Like, I've watched some of his film, and I just feel like he's a very – like gunslinger but not in a cool fun way kind of in like uh i'm gonna throw checkdowns until we're down by 20 and then i'm gonna throw a bunch of hail marys i, I just i feel like richardson is such a, a potential generational guy in terms of what he possesses physically that if you start him and get that accuracy shored up you can take a chance like if he goes i think whatever team he goes to i don't think will levis would start day one for the colts who would start I think for Gardner the Colts Minshew. at that point. Gardner Minshew, I guess. I mean, he's serviceable. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I mean. It's like, yeah. why not throw Levis to the Wolves, he's I feel? Also, he's he's in a very developmental stage as well. Like, he literally well, has Levis no has time. played football for so long. <laughs> Look at his stats from last year. Tell, if, you, if he's not in a developmental stage, if this is his final form... He should be a bust then, because he was awful I, last year. I, 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 have, I have my ultimate trap card. Uh, Will Levis's passing percentage last year was 65%. Was it really? Points, po- points this away from you. Uh, pointing, why are you pointing it away from me? Uh, to, to, to find my, my stats real quick. It is, it is. Oh, they they have almost the exact same passing percentage in the last he year. He sat for a year, but what you're saying, you're telling me that Levis could start day one. And I'm saying that I think no matter what, him and Richardson are both products. Uh, I guess. I, you know, I, I don't know. I think all like rookie quarterbacks are products like that, though. No, CJ Stroud and Bryce Young can start day one no matter what. They're they very polished. can, but I don't know if they'll be like worth starting day one, I guess. I think CJ Stroud and Bryce Young definitely will be. Like, I, I think they will be. And I think whoever the the uh, Colts pick will start day one. I don't think so. Actually, I don't think CJ Stroud's going to start. It's probably going to be Andy Dalton, honestly. Oh, man. I don't want to watch this this the season. The Red Rifle? No, I don't like him. Aren't you a Bears fan? Yeah. He's your king. He's your prince. <laughs> your ginger He legend. was there for one season. And it was the best season of all time. It was, because it was, when it was really Fields boring. Was oh, man. That was such a boring season. I hated that. I would have rather we started Nick Foles. I would have rather I, I genuinely would have rather we started Nick Foles that season over Andy Dalton because <laughs> then we wouldn't have had to sign Andy Dalton <laughs> and so, we would have ha- had a reason to have Nick Foles as our <laughs> as a quarterback on contract. That was a fantastic trade. Him and, him and <laughs> I, uh, what's his name? I, I Trubisky? still yeah I, I still cannot I love I love Mitch Trubisky that's my guy. Um, MVP. 
That's my MVP. He will always be my MVP. I'm an ally for him. I'm so sad that this past year, because they had the um, the uh, Christmas game. Yeah. And because before it was like, okay, the game was kind of close enough by the end of the third quarter that they were able to put players from both teams. They couldn't put the Russell MVP Wilson. Voting. No, I was so mad. You couldn't vote for Russell Wilson because they were down by like 50 That's points. That's not what he wanted to cook. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was brutal. That was so brutal. And he had the best lead up to that game because he was like, you know, all good children's stories have a message, and this one is keep your draft picks. Yeah, yeah no, that that was genuinely <laughs> like one of the best like singularities I think we we have ever had of like <laughs> two teams that like under most circumstances would be tanking but are playing for a ton because their draft picks would be way too valuable to the team they gave them to. <laughs> Oh, what a, what a wonderful what a wonderful season it was last year. Yeah, two great franchises. Two great franchises. Historically, yes, but. As of right now, even more so. Yeah, I man, I, I the Rams didn't deserve to win a Super Bowl. I'll say it. I'm so happy they did. There though, it is. Because if, what? They didn't deserve to win a Super Bowl. They didn't. It's yeah. true. And 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 most of all, Matthew Stafford didn't deserve to win a Super Bowl. Hater. You're just a Stafford. I hater. am. I am, and all. I always will be. Yeah, we played against him twice a year for over. Yeah, I always forget you're a huge uh, Packers fan. Owner. He's a Packers owner. He's an oh, owner. I forgot. Yeah. Him and Karma are both owners. Matthew Stafford ruined Calvin Johnson's career, and I'll never forgive him. Yeah, never. Never. Did you see how Calvin Johnson was considered on like the, like the Detroit Mount Rushmore where they had him throw out the first pitch of uh, the Tigers' home opener? No, I didn't see it that. It was him, Ben Wallace, uh, Nicholas Lidstrom, and Miggy Cabrera, and it was just a Detroit celebration of sports. That's nice. It was cool. Yeah. I, I like Calvin Johnson. I, remember when they were, I like Calvin Johnson a lot. They were selling the L.A. Lions shirts LA uh, when he was in the Super Bowl. Do you remember that? No. Or the Detroit Rams? I don't remember this. Look it up, look it up. Detroit Rams t-shirts. They were selling those in the official pro shop because Matthew Stafford was playing That's in the Super Bowl. Right. That's a yeah. That's a really ugly shirt, but I see it Beautiful. now. It's gorgeous. It took me a really long time to figure out what the Lions logo was. The lion. Yeah, like I know, well, I know what, conceptually what, what, it's a lion. What else did you think? It, it was? looks like a fish. It looks like a fish from far away. I've been watching <laughs> the NFL since I was like a year old. <laughs> So I've seen this logo a bajillion times, you, and you usually see it really far zoomed out, so it looks like a fish. That's true. I'm not. <laughs> I don't have like a really good explanation for you. It just always looked like a fish to me. Wait. Okay. Wait. The, what? What? What are the legs? Like. What, like what fish, are the legs? Like fish parts. Fish legs. Fish <laughs> like legs. the the top one is like part of the fish face. I dropped my phone and held my hand in front of the thing. The top part is like part of the fish face, and then the bottom legs are like I don't know, like the fins, I guess. Interesting. It was a it was a weird looking fish, but it was still a fish. It's like when they do like those psychology blobs and they hold them up and they're like, what, yeah. do, you, what do you think this is? Yeah, no, legit, it's, a, it's a Rorschach test. And, a fish. and and I, I would say that that looks like a fish. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, we'll have our we'll have our mock draft fairly soon. We've yes. gotta. We yes. do a mock draft. Yeah, we, we sure do. We do. Um, we split up into groups and we, we really? each represent a few teams. Am I? Can I be the commanders? Um, I it's don't know. Randomized. It's, it's randomized. random, but also sometimes if if you're like the only one who supports a team, sometimes you just get that team. I feel like as a like I get the Bears, you get the Commanders. I mean, I sometimes. just want to. Carmen, I should get the Packers. Uh, just, you don't want to be on the same team as. Carmen. I just want to be a part. <laughs> oh, of 
But uh, we'll make some. The team's going to draft horribly anyway, so That's it doesn't matter. We, can, we can't do any worse. <laughs> that is true. You guys we, all... We're, you, we're talking to Sean Clifford to be our backup quarterback right now. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great guy. Yeah. Class act. Him and Jordan Love. Be so good. Anyways. But, uh, yeah, 7.59, so that'll be about it for crew.